Hey everyone, you're listening to Ensuing Confusion, an actual play RPG podcast where we are currently playing through Scum and Villainy once again. We're coming back from, I'm sorry, did you say street magic? And I'm not sorry, I'm Connor Sheridan, your producer and game master. Uh, Today I am joined by going down the Zoom call, because Google Meets is no longer free, but (gasps) Tony, as Augustine the Speaker, got that Zoom hookup. Thank you, Tony. You're welcome, and thanks for joining. Uh, cleric playing Myriad the Muscle. Yes, I am the Muscle. Uh, Catherine playing Gadget the Mechanic. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us. And Kitty playing Quell the Mystic. Hi everyone, I'm last because I was late. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to call you out. But But only for like a minute or two, which is pretty much my whole life. It really wasn't bad at all. Um, And yes, as I said, uh, we've had uh, an interlude episode and we had a couple episodes where we were building out Subita. But now we're we're picking up where we left off with the crew of the Beluga, who um, had just emerged... um, I won't say unscathed, but in, you know, considering the fact that you had a, uh, a trained bounty hunter and her cool ship and co-pilot chasing you down. I don't know. I guess they're both bounty hunters. Um, uh, you, you, you emerged pretty, pretty well from that, all things considered. Uh, and we're going to pick right back up um, with the the easy operator uh, arcing off away from you and the crew of the beluga reconvening inside the inside their ship um, safe uh, I think probably the first thing the camera sees is just um, let's see myriad uh, landing safely with a with a thunk uh, back inside the um, the cargo bay and uh, arriving with um, Quell and Chalice, uh, kind of setting down, and I think the the at this point the adrenaline has probably like started to wear off Quell, and your shoulder is starting to throb um, because you were shot in the shoulder, unfortunately. Um, and as you kind of step back from Chalice and look around, you know Chalice is kind of looking you up and down, saying like, uh, "Are you okay? Did you?" I'm so, I'm sorry I wasn't able to get to you sooner. And you you know you, as you as you turn around to look at them you can see that they uh unfortunately were were hit as well. Um <gasps> they they have some heavy bleeding uh from their kind of abdomen area. No. Uh, and it doesn't seem like they've necessarily realized it themselves. Marshmallows aren't supposed to bleed. <laughs> I am very concerned. Uh, yeah, no, Quell, Quell, you know, would turn to look at Chalice and immediately forget her own wound, despite the fact that it probably hurts intensely, because here's Chalice, this 15-year-old, 16-year-old kid who, you know, has been under our auspices and is now bleeding heavily from a wound to the abdomen, I'm pretty sure we need to get Chalice to the med bay stat. I'm not letting you die on me, Chalice. Die? Why would I? 
why would I? And and they look down and they're like, oh, and they faint. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I mean, that was mostly me, Kitty the Player, saying I'm not letting you die on me, Chalice. But I definitely, uh, in character, would express some intense concern about oh, the no. blood pouring from Chalice's abdomen. Mm-hmm. So, yes, upon expressing that concern, I would assume Chalice might notice that injury and we will go with the faint. It is time to drag this poor fainted BB into the bed bay. So I think um, you're able to pretty quickly tell that this is uh, like a gut shot. Um, And it's like, I think you've seen wounds like this before in your travels across the vast. And it's usually not a good prognosis. But as you, uh, as you peel back that part of, uh, of the cloth, the fabric, um, it weirdly looks not as bad as you'd expect. Um, like the bleeding is already starting to stop. You can't really tell why uh, this wound isn't as bad as it seems like it should be. Um, but you are able to to staunch it, and despite the fact that it's in you know it's in a rough place, and as I said, ordinarily you'd you'd wouldn't be so sure about them pulling through like just the way that they're recovering so far it seems like the reason they passed out was probably just from like the sudden you know adrenaline dropping out and uh realizing that you know they were they're bleeding badly okay and yeah so they're they're definitely stable at this point well i guess that leaves quell uh dr star spindle (laughs) 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 would you like to uh Take care of Myriad, or would you like me to? Take care of Myriad? I am Myriad. <laughs> or not Myriad, Quell. Nice. <laughs> I'll take care of Quell. So let me see. We can actually handle this as a downtime action if you want, since uh, oh. this is recovery. Um, okay. Yeah, Myriad, just... uh, Quell was shot in the shoulder, so you're not like worried that, that she's going to bleed out. You know, You could just wrap that real quick. Um, well, yeah, she'll be I, fine. I'm just imagining uh, Dr. Star Spindle busting <laughs> out one of their very special. Um, oh my God, there's so many purples. Who's the Who's the <laughs> fancy one that you're into? Was <laughs> it? No, it wasn't Solomon. So not Solomon's the one you're engaged to marry. the The one yeah. that's all your fan fictions about. Um, Bermuda? Bermuda? Atlantis Purple. Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was an A name, but not Augusta. I like to imagine that you bust out one of your special official Atlantis Purple band aids. Just slap it on. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, all right, you're definitely all set now. <laughs> well, uh, Quell, you have uh, downtime action left over, right? I think you only took one in our last downtime. I don't even remember what I did in our last downtime. You, uh, you removed stress, I believe, which is uh, good because you I? sure f- you filled it back up. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, you oh, yeah, and, uh, you and Augustine. Yeah, I remember yeah we were drinking, making soup. Mm-hmm. It was good soup. And then I got... <laughs> I would say kidnapped, but I mean, there is a bounty on my head, so (laughs) I got picked up is what happened. (laughs) Uh, So now that Chalice is stabilized, if Dr. Star Spindle wants to take a little bit more time to uh, work on um, Quell, 
then Quell, you could spend your long-term project, and then we would just roll Myriad's doctorating. My long-term project? Uh, sorry, I was reading the wrong time. Recover. Uh, Thank you. Take the recover action, yeah. All right, I will definitely do that. Okay, so Myriad, give us. go ahead and give us a uh, fortune roll using your doctor ability, and you have medbay. Does that give you an extra die? Is that how that works? Yes. All right, so... Roll whatever your doctor is plus one as a fortune roll. So it can just be like normal risky standard. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. With the bonus die. All right. You got a five. So that means that uh, Quell will fill in two ticks on her uh, recovery clock. Which is. I had that extra die. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is a, a really good thing. That. <laughs> that's a good one here. Um, oh no! So you see, at your little recovery, when you recover in downtime, clear all level one harm and advance your healing clock. Uh, underneath your wounds, you can click the two there. Now that both of you are are, are down, being treated, um, we can kind of pull back a little bit here. I think Augustine, you had one more downtime action as well, didn't you? Yes. The uh, the cool name goes here. We'll link back up with you at this point, and you can let them know what happened, um, and that you're continuing toward the towards Subita. And yeah, now you would be a good time to take that other downtime action. Okay, what I had been planning on using it for was when we got to Subita to do odd jobs. Oh, uh, that's a that's a good instinct, but I think. When you link up, uh, after you let uh, Aller and Affy know everything that happened, Aller's uh, like, just like, wow, we we missed a lot. Uh, like well, you do. The next part's easy, right? It's just we just gotta get onto Subita, um, with all this stuff, and I mean, we don't. Uh, she kind of scratches the back of her head. Like I guess I guess we'll just pay the import tax. I've been doing the math and it's a lot. Um, and this is the part where your smugglers comes in because the way that mm. protect the way that Azure the Azure Empire makes its money is by taxing transit between or taxing shipments. Uh, why can't it commerce? There it is. Taxing commerce between landbergs. Um, so. If you just do that, if you just pay off, you know, if you just pay the import fees, which I think would probably be about four credits for all the meat you have, um, then, yeah, you won't need to do another job. But if you want to try to evade that, then you'd have another job. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We're smugglers. We should try to evade it. Just saying, just for funsies. Isn't our smuggling compartment currently filled with a bunch of bricks? Yep. No, we dropped Oh, we still have those? You still have them. I <laughs> Maybe you'll find somebody to give them to on Subita. No, oh. nope, there wasn't any. There wasn't anybody on Gypsum Heights to give them to. Well, I mean, how many bricks are a bunch of bricks? <laughs> Enough to fill your compartment. <laughs> and given that we have smugglers rigging, if we can't use our compartment, can we just hide meat across our bodies? 
I, I don't think that would pass a food safe serve class, but I like where your mind's going. Uh, like a Lady Gaga meat dress. Yes, except we're like meat long johns under our existing clothing. Uh, I think I think uh, Aller is probably the one who actually steers the ship most of the time. So you're probably talking in the in the helm. Um, and she just kind of looks back and she just says, like, I don't know, this is what you guys do. Um, you'll think of something. <laughs> uh, yeah, my immediate thought is we don't have to be smuggling the bricks. They're bricks. We could put the bricks on the cool name goes here and put the meat in our uh, in our smuggling compartment. And they're not bringing the bricks into Subita for trade. They could just be like, these are our family bricks. <laughs> like, we're going to be building something somewhere, so... Well, the bricks are in sealed crates that we strategically unsealed, so we wouldn't break the seals. Yeah, if um, if customs goes through those brick crates, they'll open the seal. They'll open them up and break the seals. Oh, darn it! What if we show them how to open them without breaking the seal? <laughs> hey, they will customs, find that extremely suspicious. <laughs> Um, so I just wanted to lay that out. Like you could pay the the um, import fees um, if and if you do, then you'll be able to use your downtime on Subita. Uh, but if you don't, then it's going to be another job getting the stuff in. And chances are that job might like roll straight into the uh, catering itself because there isn't a catering job type. Uh, you might be subscribed to surprise <laughs> to know in Scum and Villainy. <laughs> I don't see why not, given that we have a culinary reputation. <laughs> yeah, we, we did a cooking job, so yeah. Myriads of the mind to just pay it. Uh, we uh, we, have, <laughs> we currently have three cred of in the ship. I'm just of the thought that, like, I am like, why pay anything? <laughs> Aller and Affy say that they were going to be paid about eight credits for this catering job, which is good money, um, especially because they don't really know what they're doing. Um, and they were happy to split it down the middle with you. Um, so they could, you know, they, and that would mean four credits each. And if you paid four credits in, then at the end of the day, you'd be getting two credits out of this job. Oh, man, there's a big difference between four credits and two credits. (laughs) I mean, it's still... We already have bounties on our head. We gotta... Oh, Why go straight now? That's another good point. Um, You would... Chances are you would also still need to bribe the PA officers or get around them in some way for them not to look at the posters and say, hey, Mm. wait a minute. Augustine, here is (laughs) a thought. You're at war with Protectorate Affairs and they're the ones who run the customs. I was going to say, Augustine, you are you are a very silver-tongued speaker. Now, they were planning on having to pay the fee, which would meet before credits, which means we would get two each, our group and their group. If you can negotiate with them that we successfully smuggle their stuff in so that we get the full, like all together, we get the full eight credits, but we get to keep five and they keep three, which means they still get one more than they would have gotten if we just straight up paid. And that way we each on our side get one and get to put one in the ship till that'd be pretty sweet. 
Because otherwise we pay, yeah. and then both of us just get two. We're actually getting them three and get a little extra for our troubles. Yeah. The math just, checks out. <laughs> I'm just trying to logistically figure out how we can smuggle the meat and the bricks and pay off the officers from not collecting our bounty is well, anybody here really good at hiding their appearance? I mean, the, the the interesting thing about skyships, right, is that they don't necessarily need to dock at the docks. It's just easier and safer. Um, so yeah. there are ways, there are plenty of things you could do to try and get around protector and affairs. It would just be risky, which is, you know, it's what you do. So yeah. you're saying that we put the meat in our smugglers rigging and then use gliders <laughs> to fly across a gap in the back. I'm 100%. That's exactly what Connor was saying. Yep. Uh-huh. Let's see. That's four load of four load worth of meat. I think it would take, what, three trips for all of you, maybe, to get all the meat <laughs> smuggled close to your bodies. I mean, the first person to go could just bring, like, a zip line, maybe. We zip line from the beluga onto Subita covered in meat. <laughs> Myriad, it looks like you have something to add. <laughs> no? No, this just... sounds like a really good plan. <laughs> okay. Um, this, this sounds about right. For our I group. mean, it's what? Moose <laughs> buffalo, armadillo <laughs> bear milk? I mean, what else are you going to do with it? Well, let's... Sure, let's smuggle it. <laughs> we can build a trebuchet Not... and just, like, fire it onto Subita. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Meat delivery. <laughs> just crush somebody. Zink <laughs> Garland just walking along in her cool jacket and she's just crushed under a pallet of moose buffalo meat. <laughs> As it comes hurling in from the sky? That sounds about right. So, because Augustine's been everywhere, right. mm-hmm. um... Might he know of some backwater port or dock that's used for things like this, potentially for Mm. smuggling? Let's see. If you want the one person you know, you definitely know on this this Landberg to be, uh, say, somebody uh, at the chop who probably move a lot of products without the PAs knowing about it. Uh, that could certainly be a thing. Sure. That's rad. Could we use the upswelling to somehow burble up the meat? Like, sneak it in that <laughs> no, way? No burble the meat. I'm, I'm ruling that out right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes sandy meat. We'd wash it. Uh, I think Alice says, like, see, you folks are getting a, getting a hold of this already. We got nothing to worry about. And she, like, turns back around and, you know, continues, like, moving the wheel like she's got something important to do, even though you're just going <laughs> on a straight path. Wait, but did they agree to the deal? Do you do you put that deal to them, uh, Augustine or Quell? Sure. I, I've let Augustine do that. it. Augustine is our speaker. It still gets them three rather than two. We're basically uh, doing yeah. a mini job for them to smuggle it in. <laughs> I think at this point, Affy is probably um, 
let's see what would she be doing to get ready for the catering um i bet oh i bet she was taking out some laundry like she was taking in some laundry that they had on lines uh because you know you gotta have nice clothes or at least not stink when you're serving a bunch of fancy folks and she's just got like an armful of it and you uh and she's she's walking by and you uh you flag her down for it and she's just got the load of laundry in the one hand she's like three so not 50 50 anymore huh well i guess you folks are doing a lot of the work here and i do like the idea of getting three credits instead of two yeah right that's fair you're not even gonna have to roll here that's just a reasonable offer Sounds good. Three is more than two. That is your educational (laughs) takeaway today. (laughs) In most cases. And and she kind of leans over and sniffs and is like, we might want to do some laundry for you folks, too. Oh, no, Augustine. You feel a little right? Maybe maybe not Augustine. I don't know. I feel like Augustine probably is very deliberate about these things as a speaker. But I bet somebody, at least a couple people on the Beluga are a little stanky. You mean the rest of us? All of the rest of the crew? <laughs> oh, man. I just, uh, I imagine Augustine, like, bathing in rum, like, splashing it in the pits. <laughs> I was just going to say, Augustine has a, a bottle of cheap liquor and a spray bottle that he actually secretly goes around to all of your clothes when you're <laughs> changing them and- just gives them a freshen with alcohol. <laughs> Augustine's Febreze. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see Gadget trusting public showers. So, <laughs> and we don't have one on the ship. So <laughs> she's like, "I just don't. you're from Subita. You're probably like a chinchilla. You just go roll in the sand, and you're like, here you go." <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. So I think I think we can probably cut out from that to just a nice shot of both the um, the beluga and the cool name goes here with like lines of laundry running between them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes, if you wanted to do another score, uh, if you wanted to do another job, which it sounds like you're doing to get this stuff in there, then you would want to use your downtime now, Augustine. Okay. Um, I really just wanted the rumors from the uh, odd jobs because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just going to take that cred and spin it back around and do a, a recover. Uh, okay. So well, I just wanted to get rumors. Can I do uh, odd jobs for uh, the cool name goes here? See what they might have. <laughs> let me look at the let Help me look them at that with move. laundry. Um... Uh, odd jobs is or side jobs. You may spend a downtime activity in port doing odd jobs, gain one cred. If there are rumors floating about, the GM will tell you of them. It's my one of my special abilities. Yeah, I think you can totally uh, spend your downtime basically helping uh, Affy. Um, uh, you're helping Affy like uh, do you know do the washing and hang up the clothes, and Aller is like you know. Just do basically doing anything to get out of like actually helping. So she's just kind of poking her head out of the the deck and like just chatting back and forth with you. Uh, if there are rumors floating about, the GM will tell you of them. Okay, let's see what we got here. Augustine is always has an open ear for uh, the tasty bits. 
Yeah, I think uh, Aller's going to say, yeah, uh, I don't know if you folks have been thinking about getting out of the game, but uh, I hear Airborne Outfitters, you know, the uh, the Azure Empire uh, skyship joint, they're the ones who put keep their fleet in flying order. Uh, they're paying unusually high rates for skyships. It's, it's weird. Even non-functional ones, like uh, cash to clunkers kind of thing. Uh, pretty much anything with a lift core. If you wanted to trade it in and start living the, living the sanitary life, now would be the time. Hmm. Not the beluga. No, no, Augustine's not going to get rid of the beluga. <laughs> but. Uh, and, you know, you can go on hanging close for a little, little while longer. And I think uh, she'll also uh, pipe up and say, like, yeah, I, I don't know if it's related, but I heard there was some, some bad doings on the flotilla recently. Uh, some... Let's see how, how how much would she know about this? Some some kind of security concern. Uh, they're they're keeping word clamped down on it real tight. But uh, if you know anybody who's still got an ear on the inside, you might be able to find out more. Okay. Good info. They'll uh, <laughs> they'll tip you a credit. Affy will tip you a credit for the help. And I'm just gonna spend that credit right back, uh, and ask Myriad to help with my clawed up hand. <laughs> do i roll a doctor for uh augustine's clawed off hand <laughs> you might as well uh because rolling okay. dice is fun but whenever you take the recover action you just get rid of level one harm so it's fine either way <laughs> well look at and you. you would have gotten a bonus die too because of the med bay but yeah see if, see if you crit so you, yeah okay oh no. not quite almost <laughs> So got a six still. So yeah, I think uh, Dr. Starspindle is able to quite effectively treat your hand in the med bay. Um, and I think as uh, as you're finishing up, you know, like putting on the little like butterfly closure or whatever it is that keeps the bandages closed, Myriad, um, uh, you, you and Augustine notice that um, Chalice has come too. Uh, it's been a few hours, probably. And uh, they kind of roll over, and they say the two of you there. Uh, and Quell, you're probably still in the med bay as well, right? Yeah, probably. And I think they just kind of say, Captain? Yeah? <laughs> how, how much did the beluga cost? How much did the beluga cost? I don't know. How much do you think it costs? <laughs> yeah. um, how much would Augustine say that the beluga cost? I guess I don't really have a good feel for how many creds you would buy a skyship for. It costs two mm. rounds of carbs and a stiff drink. <laughs> I was just going to say, Augustine might not have paid for the beluga. Um. <laughs> yeah, that could totally be the answer. Like, I, I didn't pay for it in credits, something like that. <laughs> oh, what did you pay for? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll run with that. I, let's just say it didn't lighten my pocketbook any. <laughs> oh. Okay. Thanks. And sorry, <laughs> sorry about the. And they could kind of look around like, I guess I passed out, huh? Well, yeah, you looked like you had quite a wound, but something helped it along. Something. 
they just kind of look down at like their bandaged gut and they're like i wonder i wonder if it was the filter very well could have been i mean seems to accelerate the natural process of things yeah they they didn't tell us too much about the specifics of how it worked but they did say that you know it, it helped people when they're it would help our soldiers um in in many different ways so yeah maybe that has something to do with it but um are we still headed for subida that's the plan okay uh quo would kind of roll over and pop herself up on the elbow of her not shot arm and would say chalice i'm really glad that you're alive and, and that you're healing up okay but you were a school student. Why would you have materials meant for a soldier? The f- filters and the frames go hand in hand. You need you need the one to use each other. The other. Do they commonly send out their school their school children their students with military technology? When when the Welcome Bridge selected me to be an a, ambassador, no, that wasn't that wasn't part of the deal. That was just my my um what would what would they call them? My minder just was worried for me and wanted me to take that. At least that's and that they shrug. That's what they said. So out of character, this is essentially the equivalent of like someone going off to college and their parent being like, take this mace and keep it in your purse. Basically, yeah. Seems a little bit more extreme. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not picking up any no lies detected so far, Augustine. Um Chalice just seems to think that they were given this this uh, armor as you know, basically an insurance policy. Um, wow. They don't know if other envoys have been sent out with this kind of uh, equipment. Um, they know that that they have it. Well, Quell leans back and is like, I mean, I guess I'm I'm grateful that you had it. I don't know if I'd been here without it. I just, uh, that just gives me some more to chew on when it comes to your hometown. <laughs> well, they're worried about me, you know, they, we, I'm sure you folks talk about what's going on in the assemblage. We, we talk about what's going on outside it and some of it sounds kind of scary. So I think they were just worried about me. We'd have to know about what's going on inside the assemblage to be able to talk about it. That is true. I haven't talked much about the assemblage because, frankly, I don't know a whole lot about it. Except it seems to be gobbling up landbergs. <laughs> well, maybe if there wasn't a blockade of Azure Empire ships, it would be easier for us to get out and talk to you folks more. Oh, poor Chalice. I, I get the sense that Chalice is feeling defensive. <laughs> so, yep. so Quell, Quell reaches out as best she can with her hand, you know, and gives Chalice a, a comforting pat. And it's like, look, I don't expect you to have to know all the answers for your government. 
I think we're all just curious and maybe a little uneasy given that we're running into a technology we're not familiar with. Yeah, I get that. A technology that seems to disable our technology. Oh, because the skyship's right. Yeah, I... Then they shrug their shoulders. I don't know. Well, regardless of all that, I can say I am grateful you're here. And uh, anybody on this ship who's glad I'm around will recognize that you had a hand in that. <laughs> Is Gadget glad that Quell's around? <laughs> <laughs> Gadget probably would not be part of the scene because <laughs> the last thing that Charles did before fainting was to give her a dirty look. And then Augustine told her that she he was disappointed in Gadget. <laughs> so... <laughs> This is a scene she's avoiding intentionally. <laughs> Are you sulking in your workshop right now? <laughs> More like, hopefully nobody notices me, so when they do see me again, I won't get in trouble. <laughs> Mary I just standing awkwardly in the med bay, like, quietly shuffling their feet. Like, <laughs> I feel awkward standing here. Of course. I don't know if either of us would have made it out without Myriad. Myriad did, in fact, get our shot our shot patooties back on the beluga. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think as the camera cut to Gadget, you know, deliberately trying to uh, avoid this entire scene on the ship, it also kind of, like, framed her uh, against a, um, there's a little sprout emerging from the center of the workshop floor <laughs> and uh a vine let's see you you keep all the windows closed in there right you keep all the like the, oh absolutely the covered a, a vine is kind of snaking towards uh the uh one of the portholes not like you know it's not like moving so you can see it but like you know how you can tell like oh if the vine is kind of growing in that direction that's what it looks like uh, honestly, Gadget at this point would probably be less concerned about the filter-induced vine growing in her workshop and more having, the exen- uh, having a bit of a crisis um, of her own because we're returning to Sabita. Um, Gadget would probably create a lie to her crewmates saying that her parents were eaten by Octurian mega donkeys or something like that. <laughs> are they still there? Uh, the mega donkeys? They are alive. And well, the parents, I'm not sure about the donkeys. Um, and she might have to be placed in an uncomfortable position when people figure out that she might not have been telling the truth. Uh, and then she'd get in trouble. Oh, no. Augustine Which already is... knows. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, when, when you tell your mom that you're going to live with your dad, and then you tell your dad that you're going to live with your mom, and then you piece the fuck out of your country, uh, eventually your lies are going to catch up with you someday. And, oh. oh. No. See, here we were all thinking that Gadget had this tragic past as an orphan. Quell's like, you and me both, Gadget, I feel We share you. this connection. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. And then... When Quell finds out, you know, here Quell has zero parents, and doing the math here, I have at least twice as much. I don't know, math is hard. Quell kind of has a parent. It's <laughs> I mean, just that parent is I a, have a parent with yeah. many, many legs. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of a face. <laughs> Mom actually came up in the in the last little interlude snippet. If you if you want to hear how Aikido Morgan's doing back on on dime, give give that a listen. <laughs> oh. No, I, we need to figure out a way where the captain stops being mad at me. Who cares about Chalice? That's their problem. Uh, they're they're probably still alive. Mary took care of them. They're the smartest person Gadget knows. Um, <laughs> Got to be a way where we can make money and nobody calls me out for lying. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> That's truly the way to live in life. <laughs> Just wear a cool mask. You know, oh. like a tuxedo mask. Ah, uh, oh, shit, yeah. Or get yourself like a Captain Phasma helmet. <laughs> For your catering. So, just like a bucket <laughs> on your head while you're catering. All right, from now on, I need everybody to call me Rita, Redacted. Uh, that's going to be my new name, my new Elias. I do have some false documentation papers. We got this. <laughs> All right. Into it. Good. Perfect. <laughs> um. Okay, so does anybody else going to take any more downtime actions? I think all of your free ones are spent, but you can't, as always, spend a credit to take another one. No, I'm just doing, I'm just trying to cheer up Chalice. I feel like is feeling very defensive and has kind of been quasi-interrogated on multiple accounts now. (laughs) And is probably getting real fed up with it as they're trying to recover from their Mm -hmm. gut shot. So, you know, trying to keep Chalice's spirits up and, uh, you know, while we both lay there in sick bay with our respective bullet wounds. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, were they shooting bullets? Are there these, like, burns? Phaser burns? What what are we dealing with here? Uh, there are sort of, like, uh, magical projectiles that are, like, a fusion of elements. I've kind of described it as, like, a crystalline fire before. So probably like thuds into your arm and you know burns from the inside. Wow! Yeah, our sucks. magical wounds, our magical bullet wounds. So yeah, you know, trying to maybe we'll play some go fish or whatever the equivalent is. I'll uh, introduce them to my brick bee. <laughs> I think Lex is probably there, you know, trying to like uh, alighting on your your shoulder and you know trying to to raise your spirits. Aww. Especially because they they feel bad that they weren't able to, to convey your message last time. Oh no! And uh, we'll just be I'll be gently trying to insinuate that we befriend spirits, not eat them. <laughs> spirits are friends, not food. Right, but not in an accusatory way. I, again, we're trying not to go defensive. Be like, there's ways we can interact with spirits that don't involve drinking their life essence. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Chalice necessarily zeroes in on that. They mostly just want to ask about like how you met Lex, you know, uh, especially because they've they've been spending a little bit of time with Lex too. Uh, you know, how, how you met them, like how long you've known them, uh, you know, uh, how how did you first see them, things like that. Got it. Yeah, and I would tell them all those things, but yes. you don't not need to right have the now answers on the stream. <laughs> All right, so we can pull back the camera once more. What is your plan going to be for getting this stuff to where it needs to be? I think Aller and Affy would tell you that the the exposition that you're catering is going to be at, what was it, Puerto 15? Um, <laughs> the kind of 
gentrifying uh, commerce area. Nice. Um, that's that's where Azimuth Distribution is ho- hosting it. Um, and it probably has some docks of its own, but those are the official docks that, you know, Protectorate Affairs has customs offices on. So, yes, what what are you going to do? What plan are you going to pick? And what detail are we going to pick for you getting this stuff onto Subida without mm. paying Protectorate Affairs and potentially being discovered as, as wanted? So I'm just going to put out there that I don't think shooting our way in would be great since we're trying to cater an event afterwards. <laughs> yes. Can't ask for seconds if you're dead. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking infiltration or transport. Mm-hmm. Now share what the difference between the, well, obviously I know those are different words, but share um, what those actually mean in game terms. <laughs> Infiltration means we're choosing a specific entry point to sneak in. So my thought is we're that's how we're getting through protectorate affairs. Yeah, that uh, infiltration plan would probably look more like, um, or infiltration or transport would probably be more like skyship action driven, or um, sand scuba, <laughs> or sand scuba, yeah. <laughs> liquid sand. Um, Augustine, don't forget you also thought about having a connection on the ground. Uh, if you wanted to know somebody in the Landberg, that could make, make that could make for a social plan. Okay. Yeah, and I wasn't sure if infiltration would kind of tie into that as well, knowing someone at the chop and mm. you know the standard smuggling point. That's true. Yeah, it, it could like really that. go either way. Yeah, in, in that case, yeah. it works fine. I'm I'm good for any of the routes. Well, to take those are just su- the ones that sound i'm gonna support you fearless captain <laughs> i think augustine is a you pilot the smuggling ship so clearly you know a whole lot about smuggling right i'm here to learn from you you're my mentor whether you like it or not <laughs> <laughs> what's everyone else think i'm thinking infiltration like finding that entry point. Okay. Yeah. Uh, does that sound good to everybody? Yes. I really want there to be sand salmon sharks. <laughs> sand <laughs> sharks. So, They're so, so cute. It's so angry. All right. So uh, we'll we're ready to start assembling our engagement role here on our infiltration plan. Uh, and the point of infiltration is basically. Um, the uh, spot that the chop uses to get their product in and off the island, right? Um, So we can start assembling it. Is this operation particularly bold or daring or overly complex? I think that's just regular. Does the plan's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Mm -hmm. I think this is regular too. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? Take plus 1D. So tell us about this person you know at the chop, Augustine. So her name is Allison Twill, and she's a lift operator. So like a forklift operator. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, but the way that I see lifts in in this realm is that they're a smaller version of lift cores, so they still 
kind of just float above the ground and they're used for moving, you know, your flats and cargo and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Uh, all right. That's an additional D. Uh, and yeah, um, <laughs> I guess we can find out more as we play about how you know this person. Are there any other elements you want to consider? Mm. I mean, they're higher tier, but I think you're starting from far enough away that this isn't going to impact you too negatively. I think this is a good old-fashioned 2d6 engagement roll. Oh, oh, hold, hold on. Almost did it again. Uh, everybody pick your load, and I will refresh your gambits to their starting value. Alright. Now... I was just going to ask really quickly, normally our smuggler's rigging would give us one free load, but we are using it, are we using it for the, the meat? <laughs> no, no, you're not, you're not bodily no. carrying the meat, I don't think it's <laughs> part of this plan. <laughs> okay, I just I really at this point was not sure what was just like a bizarre fantasy in my head and what was actually happening. Fair. <laughs> so does that mean a normal load is six? Uh, no, it means that the loads stay the same, but you get to mark one for free, basically. One one load item for free. Nice. So just keep that in mind as you're choosing your okay. load. And that free item is hidden on your body. Yes, yes. Ooh. Okay. It's, it would be very difficult for somebody to find it, like, uh, if you don't want them to. Okay. So here's where I run into a little bit of, like, weirdness with my load. Mm-hmm. I think we had been playing with the idea that my precursor artifact was, in fact, my fine melee weapon, my sushi knife. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but those the fine melee weapon is two load. A precursor artifact is one load. The other thing is we've also talked about me just um, pr- potentially having like an interesting little like good luck charm object that I like wear around my neck, and that that might later come out to be the precursor artifact mm-hmm. which would then make sense carrying an extra load for it but otherwise i'm like i have my finally miley weapon but i'm also taking an extra load for it being a precursor artifact but then it's two points so i can't hide it using my smoothly drinking well i think as it stands now it's okay for it just to be a knife maybe at some point you could power it up so like it's a full like you know freaking dark saber from star wars or some shit um <laughs> but uh as it stands like we'll just reflect that fictionally that it's just a knife um okay. so if you're facing down somebody at you know arm's length uh it might be a little tougher but if you're like you know right it right in somebody's face maybe it would be better okay no problem so then right now we're treating the knife and the artifact as separate things yeah, yeah, you don't need to, like, uh, the, your fine weapon can totally be a precursor artifact of some kind. It's just the other one. It could be, like, a different precursor artifact. Okay, you know? got it. All obtained via junk picking, because that's why I'm called Quell Quick Call. I'm so mm-hmm. good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't always hand over the cool stuff I find. Mm-hmm. And, and remember, you don't, <laughs> you don't need to pick your items you have ahead of time. You just okay. need to pick the load you have. I was gonna say that's why Batra's mad at me. <laughs> well, no, Batra has several reasons to be mad at you by now. Um, <laughs> they just keep piling up. Um, oh. No. <laughs> 
Maybe uh, I just like the thrill of the chase, Batcha. Maybe I'm <laughs> only doing this so you chase me across the vast. <laughs> uh, all right, so everybody has their load picked. And this is a load to go through the smuggling all the way through the catering, right? Uh, likely. There, you may have a chance to break, but I think you're keeping a pretty tight schedule at this point. Well, thankfully, my knife is multi-purpose, and <laughs> I'm going to say it, it comes from Cutco. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready. Cutco knives are quality. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we've got uh, our loads picked. We've got our engagement roll. Let's do it. I'll make a fortune roll from the Beluga to see how this goes. Alright, you got a 5 as the high value. So you start off in a risky position. And I think what this looks like is, like, you don't really have a way to get the word out ahead of time. You're just, you know, counting on the fact that Alice is going to have, or Allison, uh, is going to have your back here. And, you know, that that's fine. You know, that's that's how you live your life. Um, so I think we see the Beluga and the cool name goes here approaching, um, approaching Subita. And I don't think we ever really defined too much what it looks like from the outside. Um, like, you know, does is it like just rocky at the edge or something? I kind of like the idea that it's like a sandy... It's sandy all the way to the edge, and the sand kind of cascades over, especially during an upswell. Um, but then some strange force like loops it back up that up around underneath, like a torus shape. Um, <gasps> so it's like a torus of cascading sands. So just saying, again, we could sand scuba up Subita's backside <laughs> and come out top. I mean, you could try. I mean, you could. You did it in dime. And it worked out. <laughs> that wasn't sand. Do I don't think we have the tarp anymore. Scuba equipment. I don't think we <laughs> no. have sand scuba equipment. None of us are sand scuba certified no. for open <laughs> sands. Sadly, I not. mean, we do have a spacesuit on our load list. Uh-huh. Which would be like a, a hazardous environment suit of some kind. Um, nice. <laughs> make it work uh, yeah yeah um so yeah you're you're coming in uh low you're telling the you've told Aller and Affy to basically like follow close behind you um and you can see the uh you can see the settlement starting to appear in the distance in the horizon um you know the they're shimmering in the heat uh coming off of Subita um I think the reason that this is risky as you're infiltrating here is i think what ha- what this looks like is um you, there's a there's a little bit of a sandstorm uh, as there often is on subita and uh you know where to you know roughly where you need to point this thing augustine but it's still going to be a little bit res- risky getting there especially because you're needing to keep the ship low uh to avoid notice from protectorate affairs so you're in a risky position actually bringing this thing in. Okay. Well, I guess I take the helm. Not much more to do, right? 
Uh, <laughs> Quell plays Daraday's Sandstorm. <laughs> no, we're going to get content claimed. St- everybody stop imagining that. <laughs> I mean, you were just talking about Quell's knife becoming the dark saber from light you're from star wars so. yeah that's true that's true then i mentioned cut though because maybe we can get a uh <laughs> we be the first yeah. Yeah, the first podcast our... that cut co sponsors yeah, oh <laughs> uh, god uh okay augustine yeah if you're if you're just trying to guide this thing in there um through the storm then go ahead and give me a risky standard helm Ooh, nice. a one and a six. One and a six. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. And as a reminder, uh, I shared this earlier, but the rule for Subita is it gets everywhere. When you operate your skyship on Subita for any length of time beyond docking and embarking, take one point of engine harm related to sand coming up the works. There's a reason everybody here uses boats and sand lobsters to get around. Um, but since you're just docking here, uh, and you did you did well. You you flew the ship well. I think you're able to put down before a, a bunch of sand gets in there and really starts messing with the workings, so you don't have to worry about that harm. Okay. Just now keep I do need to ask later. what quality of sand it is because is it that really <laughs> fine powdery like moon dust type sand? Because we will never get rid of that. Yeah. Is, is the sand or fine sand that gets plus one D? <laughs> uh, that's good. I love that. That is so good. Can I get player inspiration? We'll just keep it in mind for when we're tallying up the XP based on uh, made a funny joke. Um, uh, all right, so yeah, you you guide this thing through, um, keeping the keeping the beluga low um the cool name goes here is uh getting buffeted back and forth but thankfully they're able to use your your wake basically to kind of like pull them forward um your draft drafting um uh and yes you see the the field of the chop ahead of you uh, i think you've probably uh probably not too close Let's see. Where did we say that the chop was? It was in... Ooh, it was in the salt flats, right? So there would be less billowing sand around here. Yeah, I think once you get past that initial sandstorm, like on the on the outskirts of Dime, it clears up. Um, and not Dime, sorry. On Subita, it clears up. Um, and the sand flats are shimmering before you. Probably like... It's, it's probably like uncomfortably bright to look at because the sand... The sandy salty sands reflect the light so well these Um, flats they're shimmering like mm -hmm. shimmering flats Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) warcraft jokes and um yeah the the chop i think is probably just like a big yard uh probably with like a few warehouses you know there's a, a good amount of movement um it's probably like a lot of folks are kind of on their midday break, um, and you 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 remember roughly when uh, Allison works, so you're able to um, put the two ships down uh, at a, a reasonable spot to land. Um, and I think you know some some folks come up to see what the hell you're doing. They're probably packing. I don't think they're pointing the guns at you, but they're they want to know what you're doing there. You're not a scheduled arrival, um, but you can drop allison's name uh and 
they'll be like, oh, okay, well, call Allison over here. She's got she's got uh, she's got a little explaining to do because I mean she is just a lift operator. She's not like the executive. Um, and yeah, Allison, after a, a few moments, a few tense moments, probably of folks just standing around with their their caster weapons drawn. Um, Allison drives up, kind of disembarks. What are Allison's pronouns? She, her. And I would say that we do have our fall ship papers, so it's not the first time we've been here, so I have a set four coming here. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, you can can hand that over then, and they're like looking them over, and they're like, oh, I didn't see on the schedule, but uh, all right, well, mm, maybe Allison can clear this up. Um a few moments, a few minutes pass. Uh, Allison pull, uh, walks out. You know, is probably like slapping her hands on her pants and like uh, takes her off her her hard hat. Uh, and she says, "Augustin Rigby, didn't expect to see your face again so soon." Well, was in the area, so I thought we'd stop by. And um, I'd say Augustin's relationship with Allison is that of um she's younger Uh and augustine knows her because he's he's provided for their family for his for her mother Uh um but but not much more is known than that just yet (laughs) wait is allison your daughter too (laughs) no (laughs) that's what i was wondering i was like my goodness, what, Augustine. What, what do you mean, too? <laughs> hey, who else Wait, is that redhead looks suspiciously <laughs> like you, Augustine. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, gives a, a warm hug. But other than that, the, the crew doesn't really know much. Okay. Uh, yeah, and she, she reciprocates it and she says, yeah, Ma's doing better, thanks. It's um, it was touch and go for a while there, but we really appreciate it. Um, anyway, um, you weren't on the you weren't on the docket for today. Um, what's what's the story? Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. We uh, had to make a stop. Uh, wasn't really planned, but we have some cargo that we needed moved into the city. Mm. Where in the city? Uh, where was it again? Uh, Porto uh, 15. Porto 15. Uh, okay. Uh, what are you looking at? Well, we've got, got some meats. <laughs> immediately, immediately Allison gets a quizzical look on her face. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to do some cooking for some of those, uh, higher ups there. The hoity-toity types. <laughs> Aller hasn't disembarked yet, but she just kind of waves from her ship and says, "We're caterers." <laughs> Did we forget the word catering, or do we not really consider ourselves caterers? <laughs> we use that term loosely. <laughs> if you, uh, Aller's like, if you have any events coming up, <laughs> you know what we are legitimately. We're restaurateurs. We own a restaurant in part. Yeah. yeah. If you're ever in Dime, right? Gypsum Heights. Uh, Gypsum Heights. Gypsum Heights. Yeah. Gypsum Heights. Yeah. You should um, swing by. 
The food will be good as long as we're there, but, you know. That's true, actually. I have a a great uncle out there. uh, Meaning to see him. Oscar. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, anyway, um, yeah, I'm guessing you need some help getting into town? It would be much appreciated. All right, well... Let me let me see uh, if I can pull some strings for you, uh, and I think this is going to be a consort role to see how how good you can work your contacts here to get in Augustine um, or anybody else who wants to try, or if anybody wants to assist. I think a devil's bargain here. Uh, I'm trying to remember to offer those more frequently. Would be uh, I think the devil's bargain would just be that like. Basically, uh, Allison would be like a little bit put out by this. Not necessarily mad at you, but more like, you know, like I'm kind of sticking my neck out for you on this one. And you wouldn't really be able to call on her for for help again for unless you, you know, did something to uh, return the favor. I think I'll just run with it. Okay. So this uh, this consort, I think it's risky standard. Yep. Okay. And just... A four and a two. Okay. So let's see. On a four, you do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer harm. A complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You end up in a desperate position. So I think what this looks like is, uh, you know, a few more minutes pass and Allison comes back and says like, all right, well, we had a shipment that we were going to pass up to one of the to uh, an outbound skyship moving out of Puerto 15. I think we can make enough room to get your cargo aboard. Yeah, and I think the the consequence of this is you're going to end up in a a desperate position. Um, And the reason for that is you can get aboard, but um, as we're kind of cutting to the, uh, the... You're all kind of packed into like the back of these... It's like they're not trucks, they're, they're boats, right? Like, it's a sand boat um, moving over. And uh, Protectorate Affairs has selected this one for a, quote, random screening. And the um, you can hear up front, Allison is, like, arguing with them. Like, it's all in order. You're, you're, come on, you're, you're messing with our timetable here. We need to get in there. They're, the ship's supposed to embark in 15 minutes. Um but it seems like it's not working uh, terribly well. So you're in a desperate position to try and uh, push forward to to make it all the way to the dock. So what are you going to do? 